now I'm going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber for hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning, sir. What did you learn in the last hour of Garden Talk? In the last hour of Garden Talk, I learned a little bit about the Dayton Air Show, Mark. I got to tell you, I apologize. I uh, <laughs> uh, Garden Talk uh, didn't uh, didn't register that clearly because I'm, I'm always sorry. I'm always spinning in this chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I thought you were intrigued by the guy that sprayed weed be gone in his flower bed and killed his flocks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, in this second hour of Garden Talk, if you've got a gardening question, we would love to hear from you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290 as we begin the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good Saturday morning, and welcome back to the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for 28 years, and we sure enjoy giving you the expert analysis and understanding so that you can have the best yard gardening and landscaping experience ever. And what we do here on Garden Talk is give you the information on what we call the best practices of your landscape. We talk about the best practices of how to care for your trees, the best practices how to care for your lawn, the best practices that will lead you to less expenses and more and less worry and a much more attractive landscape than others can have. So part of doing what we do here on Garden Talk is taking your questions. And we love lots of questions. Nowhere else do you get the call 457-1290 and talk to a board-certified master arborist, a degreed horticulturalist, and a guy who loves to talk about plants and give you the expert insight on how to manage whatever that challenge may be. So give me a call, 457-1290. Without further ado, let's head to the telephone lines and let's talk to Suzanne. Suzanne, good morning. Good morning, Mark. You got a problem, I see. Tell me about um, it. It's terrible. I have a maple tree in my backyard, and for the most part, it's in good shape except for one branch area. And along the root line, I'm getting a ton of mushrooms. And you may have a problem. It may not be. It may have a big issue. Let me explain why. Okay. A tree can be green and healthy, but structurally not safe. Uh-huh. A tree can be structurally safe and not so green and healthy. I'll say that again. A tree can be structurally unsafe and green and healthy. And a tree can be structurally safe and not so green and healthy. Okay. Yeah. And I know this is a really hard concept for particularly people who think that if they correlate green with health, okay, green right. with safety, they are two divergent issues. And let me explain why. When a tree grows, tree produces wood, okay? Uh-huh. That wood is done every single year the tree is alive and well. And the tree's job to lay down wood is to provide structural sufficiency because trees have two big things that go on with them. They have what they call static forces, and then they have dynamic forces. Static force is gravity, okay? Uh-huh. My father taught me once a long time ago. He says, what comes up, what goes up, does what? Must come down. Must come down. <laughs> you know, gravity is a constant, Okay. You and I can't go outside our house and flap our wings and fly away, can we? Right. Well, when a tree grows up, a tree grows up with a constant stress of gravity, okay? 
And then on top of that, the tree is then faced with wind and rain and snow and ice and a whole bunch of forces that add to that tree's load, which is called dynamic loading, okay? And over time, that tree is ex gets exposed. And as the longer a tree lives, the more likelihood it is to have exposure to decay. And the greatest disease of any tree on the planet, of any species, in any climate, any location in the world or in the United States, is decay. So think of it this way. Your house, you live in, right? You live in a house, right? Right. Okay. And there's places in your house that are covered, the wood is covered by um, trim or covered by paint or covered by stain and stuff like that, right? Right. If that wood was not covered by stain or by uh, trim, it would do what? Well, you eventually have to, like, take care of it. and It rots, it. doesn't it? Yeah. It falls apart, doesn't it? Okay. It does. So when bark is over top of a root or bark is over top of a stem and we or a trunk of a tree or we hit that mower, hit the lawnmower with the trunk of the trunk of the tree or we hit the root system with the trunk of, of with the lawnmower or we improperly cut a tree branch we lost that protective covering that protects that wood from decay. And when we start to see mushrooms popping up all around our trees, that's a really good indicator that you got a big problem happening. Yeah, because those are basically the flowering fruiting bodies of, of the mycelium that are deteriorating and degradating the wood fibers. Because remember, wood is only made up of three components. It's made up of cellulose, lignin, and hemocellulose. And wood decay fungi affect certain parts of the at cellular structure. I don't go too deep onto this, but the take-home message that I want to share with you for your safety, your family's safety, and the future of that tree's condition, I would highly recommend that that tree be inspected by a qualified arborist, okay? Uh-huh. Qualified arborist would be an ISA certified arborist, preferably someone who retains the qualification called TRAC. It's called Tree Risk Assessment Qualification. Don't mess with this, Suzanne. Okay. Because you've got the potential for... You already have what you've described to me as a potential hazard. And if it's a, if you've got that many mushrooms growing near the root system, that's telling me there's some level of extensive decay. What species of tree is it? Do you know off the top of your head? It's a maple tree. Okay. Is it silver or sugar or you don't know which maple? I'm not sure. Yeah. And the reason I ask that is that within different types of trees, we have different levels of what they call compartmentalization meaning that certain species are better at managing decay than, than others. And if it's a silver maple, it's probably one of the lousiest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, encourage you and, 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 and if I can urge you to do anything today, you know, call a call a qualified certified arborist and have an at risk assessment done on that tree. And you're, you're, you're a good example of somebody who, know something's wrong, but don't know what's really wrong. Okay. Right. And so trees tell us when they're in trouble. Trees tell us when they have bumpy bark or have fungi bodies growing out of them or have holes in their trunks or have dead branches. Those, the tree is telling us, it's saying, Susan, I think there's something wrong with me. Have me checked out. Okay. And like we said before, like Rich Pearson and I talked about in the last hour of Garden Talk, um, trees evolved in the forest, okay? Right. Trees evolved, and they have lots of dead and dying parts, and that's how the forest continues to grow and, and thrive. We human beings have taken them out of the forest and put them by our houses and put them by our schools and our churches and our streets. And so don't ignore your trees. Have, have them be inspected. Have them have maintenance to them. If you have inspections and you do maintenance to trees, 
their longevity will be increased and their safety will be increased as well. But don't ignore your trees. When you ignore trees, that's when people get hurt. That's when people die and things break. So don't ignore your trees. That's the take-home message. Okay, Susan, have I helped you? Yes, you have. I mean, we also have a lot of bark falling down, too. That makes me nervous, too. <laughs> so it sounds like you've got all the warning signs for a potential problem here, Susan. So get it qualified. And the word is qualified. And, and, and I do me a big favor, Susan, when you decide which arborist that you want to work with, and, and don't be surprised, most qualified arborists charge to do an assessment like this, okay? Right. Because it takes time and it takes expertise and a knowledge. You want to verify that that person is who they say they are. Okay. Unfortunately, in my profession, we got a bunch of wannabes. So there's a website, there's two websites that you can utilize a search engine to verify their their credit their accreditation and qualification. One is treesaregood.org. It's treesaregood.org and in Ohio now we have uh, a great new website treesforohio.org. But you can okay. do this do same thing in either one. So okay, perfect verify and then when that person comes if you if they talk if they say talk about stuff that doesn't even sound what you hear on garden talk there's something wrong okay okay the stuff you hear on garden talk from me i'm a board certified master arborist i'm i'm sworn by an oath to tell you everything and anything that's the truth and I'm required by my code of ethics to tell you everything that there is based on what science and best practices require me to tell you how to manage your issues. So if, you, if they start talking about topping and all kinds of stuff like that, run, run, <laughs> tell them to go away. And if anybody knocks on your door, you, you don't want to work with those folks either. There's a bunch okay. of people in Dayton, Ohio, unfortunately, man, that claim they're certified arborists who are not. And I'll say that again. There was a bunch of people in Dayton, Ohio. There's one guy that was doing it for two years, and I see he's just finally given up the ghost, and his website went away after wow. after some serious questions that I kept bringing up to the Better Business Bureau, who finally, I don't know what the, he, they finally got it, I guess got him to do the right thing. But, I mean, this guy wouldn't even give anybody an address to send him send him a, a notice to quit doing quit lying about who he was. Oh wow! So it's that's that's that. There's unfortunately there's a lot of a lot of deception with this, and but a lot of people want to be like people like me, and unfortunately they got to go through what I've gone through to be like me. <laughs> okay, Susan. Okay, I appreciate it. I wish you the best and be safe. Okay. Thank you. And stay away from that tree until you get it checked out too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just, just I don't I don't want to read about you in the paper. Okay. Right. Oh gosh. Yes. Okay. Be careful. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Bye, -bye. More, more garden talks. I'll continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Have you tried the Tackle app? Tackle is changing the way people get small jobs and chores done. It's simple and easy. Download the Tackle app, choose the chore you need completed, and Tackle will connect you with an approved provider who can tackle that chore. House cleaning, yard work, furniture assembly, and hauling off junk. Just a few of the things you can take off your to-do list. That's T-A-K-L. Download the Tackle app today. And you can turn your skills into dollar bills. For a limited time, Tackle Providers Sign Up is free in your area. Just visit Tackle.com and sign up today. Be your own boss. Choose your own schedule. Pick only the jobs you're willing to do. And most importantly, make money doing it. Join the thousands of people across America helping other people tackle their chores. Visit Tackle.com and become a Tackle Provider today. That's Tackle.com. T-A-K-L. Dot com.
Stockslagers is our name. Since 1959, the Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a lovely variety of annuals, perennials, and hanging baskets. Need advice to plant a vegetable garden? Our knowledgeable staff will help. Choose from tomatoes, vegetables, fruit trees, and many varieties of potted herbs. We're here for you year-round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35. Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center. When you think of grand openings, you probably think of... But in this particular grand opening, you might hear more... (coughs) Because Premier Health is opening new urgent care centers in the area. If you have sinus issues, allergies, flu symptoms, or anything else you want to check up on, come into our urgent care centers, opening June 25th in Huber Heights and Troy. You can even go online to save your spot in line. For more information, go to premierurgentcareoh.com. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Are you being cheated? Every minute we spend online generates billions of dollars for big internet companies and nothing for you. EF Hutton wants to change that. Join us Monday, June 25th at the Courtyard Marriott in Springfield for the EF Hutton Talks User Rights Conference with guest presenter Martin Luther King III. Registration is free and lunch is provided. The time is running out. Reserve your seat now at efhutton.com. That's E-F-H. U-T-T-O-N dot com. She is very informative. I trust her weather reports. Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning. Count on Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirstie Zontini with a forecast you can depend on. Here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. We are joined live in the studio with McCall of Rytags. McCall, I have to ask you, how the devil does hail form? <laughs> you know, it's a very, I was, the other day, I, was, I don't know, I have these nerd moments. And I was right. like asking myself, okay, how does hail form? And, right. and, 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 and I, you know, once in my life, I can remember hail being huge, like, like softball yeah. size mm-hmm. hail. But most of the time in my life, I've seen hail, you know, bigger, you know, marble size, mm-hmm. pea size. Well, that's because we don't live out in like Tornado Alley where they get those big, huge supercell type of thunderstorms. So basically what happens is the top of the cloud has the ice crystals in it. They're there. Um, and you get a thunderstorm that has an updraft and it takes a water droplet and pushes it to the top of the cloud. And it freezes and it collects some of the ice crystals and then begins to fall back to the ground. Now, the stronger the thunderstorm, as that hailstone falls, it gets caught back into the updraft. It kind of melts a little bit as it's falling. You know, it gets a thin little glaze on the outside and then gets shot right back up into the cloud and will collect more ice crystals and then keep going and going it's and like going. It's like a ping pong ball. It's going yeah. up and down, up, yeah, up and, and down. down, up and down, up and down. And so it, you can tell how strong the thunderstorm is as to how large the hailstone is. And when you look at hailstones, you can kind of see, I, I would say it's kind of like rings of a tree. Right. You can actually see how how many times it's like recoded itself before it fell out of the thunderstorm. And, and over like a period of time, let's say you've got one the size of a golf ball. Mm-hmm. How many times is, and, and we're talking about how many feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean these are thousands of feet. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's hard to say how many times, you right. know, because I don't think anybody's really studied how many times you can put a, a little uh, parcel of air water droplet up and down into a cloud to know how long it takes for it to get that big. Right. Um, but there's also some things where you can check where the freezing line is. So we've had some thunderstorms that aren't even that tall, but the actual freezing line or the how far up into the sky before temperature falls below 32 degrees Um if it's if it's a very low shallow freezing line, mm-hmm. you only need a very weak little thunderstorming, and you can create those little small hailstones. Of course, out in the Midwest uh, or the big part of the Tornado Alley, you get those violent thunderstorms, and it so, can throw them up real so high. They get to the place where they're they're heavy. Yeah. 
They're heavy. Too strong for the thunderstorm. So the 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 the, 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 the strength of the storm can't hold them. Can't like I said earlier, mm-hmm. what comes up must come down. Yeah, exactly. So at that point, then gravity takes in, and mm-hmm. these things are falling. Yeah. Fast. Mm-hmm. And coming to Earth. Yep. And sometimes I've noticed with hail events, they come in sideways. It's like the, well, because it's part. Of, it's getting caught in the downdraft part of the storm. Okay. The actual part of the thunder, like this, you think of the center part of the storm. There's you've got the updraft, but there's also the opposite of the downdraft that's coming out right outside of the updraft. Wow. Eventually, the downdraft becomes stronger than the updraft, and that's when the thunderstorm it begins to die. Um, so. One of the main components, and this is getting really sciencey, we talk about wind shear, and that's winds yeah. changing with height and rotating in direction. One of the main components is you need stronger winds aloft because it actually tilts the thunderstorm. So that helps the thunderstorm to keep living. If it was staying vertical and there was no upper level wind stronger, and just think of it just up and down, the downdraft would kill the updraft much quicker. Okay. So as long as it's tilted, it kind of offsets it. So you'll constantly have regenerating storms in so the So that's front. why they move quickly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. because they're tilted at the top. The winds are much stronger. And then eventually the storm does does kill itself, but it takes a while. So when the hail would be loaded with, with, with the downdraft, mm-hmm. those hail particles or hail stones mm-hmm. are accelerated at the speed of that yeah. Downdraft. Exactly. So if I've got a downdraft wind of 60 miles mm-hmm. an hour, yeah. I've got hailstones coming at me at 60 miles an hour. Am I right to y- think yeah, that? Yeah, you are. And that's why we say, um, because there's a lot of different criterias for severe thunderstorm warnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, just think of, uh, you have to have hail that's either one inch in diameter to get a severe thunderstorm warning or winds of 60 miles an hour or 58 miles an hour or greater. Just think of a pea-sized hailstone coming at you at 60 miles an hour it's like shooting a bullet so mm-hmm. although Absolutely. it is not going to dent your car if you're standing next to a window and you have a little pea-sized piece of hail that's projected at you at 60 miles an hour that could shatter well, a window it was a i don't know how many years ago there was like a, a, a an event that came across and all the trees on 675 on the on the East side of 675 between 48, State Route 48, and um, Wilmington Pike all died. Mm. And every one of them had severe trunk damage. Mm -hmm. And the trees that were over on the west side of 675 were unscathed. Yeah. Because there's a retaining wall. There's one of those sound barrier walls. And it just completely just blew the bark off of these trees related mm-hmm. to the, this draft. And there was all kinds of houses that were damaged in the Bell, that Bellbrook area that just had their roofs just shredded. There was mm-hmm. houses that were completely shredded from yeah. that event. Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of scary from the standpoint to imagine hailstones with that much strength tearing tree bark off. Well, yeah, it's a, you know it's the equation: velocity equals mass times acceleration. So wow. the mass of the hailstone, the acceleration of it with the downdraft, and of course you've got the gravitational force playing into it. So it can uh, do a lot of damage. Outstanding. Thank you, McCall. You're welcome. More garden talk after this on AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven W H I O. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update, our top story we're following. This morning, we're seeing the nine people taken into custody after a major bust in Eaton. Plus, that air show happening today. What you need to know for that is coming up as well. A few showers around today and cooler than normal. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO Triple Team traffic. So far, it's still looking all clear out there on those freeways this morning. We're not seeing any accidents out there that's going to cause you any trouble, especially if you're heading out this morning early. 
And it's our top story. In Preble County, nine people are behind bars after a drug bust in an Eaton home. The suspects range in age from 73 to 27 and face charges from drug possession to parole violation. Deputies say the home on Ackerman Street was known for drug activity. That's WHIO's Rod Otto with team coverage. Well, if you're traveling to the Vectran Dayton Air Show this weekend, the Greater Dayton RTA will prove will provide continuous express shuttle service from the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force. The cost per round trip is $3 from the U.S. Air Force Museum. Other options include hourly shuttle service from Wright Stop Plaza in downtown Dayton to the show's main gate. The regular RTA fare structure applies from downtown. Express shuttle service will be between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. WHIO's John Tisdall says for more information, you can visit RTA Dayton's website at daytonsairshow.com. Well, now to Harrison Township, where cops say a suspect is still at large after threatening employees at a Rite Aid pharmacy Friday night. The manager of that store on North Main Street told 911 that somebody walked in with a note asking for drugs and sold them that if they didn't give him what he came for, they were going to kill him. That sheriff's deputy with a canine unit investigated there last night. We're working to get more word as that investigation continues. Now let's have a look at our 24-hour weather forecast. Here's meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radars look Looking all clear throughout the major Miami Valley at 64 degrees in Troy, 66 in Springfield, and 66 in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. If keeping up the beauty of your home lawn and landscape is at the top of your to-do list, you're in good company. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we are the spring season's biggest fan because, for us, it means all things outside your window will be waking up and showing off their natural green beauty, including your lawn. Since 1959, Green Velvet has been your trusted local supplier of Ohio's most beautiful Kentucky bluegrass and turf-type tall fescue sod. You can count on us to provide you with products to keep your landscape healthy and thriving with our top-quality grass seeds, fertilizers, weed control products, and much more. But quality products are just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We've built our business on relationships with people who trust the knowledge and advice of our team of turf professionals. Visit one of our four Dayton or Columbus locations or online at greenvelvet.com for solutions to your specific lawn care needs. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Your local in-the-grass experts for 59 years and growing. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, through the years, we've talked a lot about what you can do for someone who is looking to sell their home. But do you have any advice for someone who's looking to buy? Well, some of the best tips would be in this type of a market is to determine and stick to a budget. Identify the neighborhoods that you want to look at and also find out what's important to you and the home that you choose. And most importantly, with inventory so low, when you find that right home, be ready to make a decision quickly and bid competitively. And what's the next thing they need to do to make sure the process goes smoothly? Call me at 477-1411. Now, you've got homes that are available that might, in fact, match up well with someone who's out there who's put their wish list together. That's right. We prospect daily looking for buyers and sellers. So if you need to buy or sell, call me immediately at 477-1411. And your website again? That's teamherbst.com, T-E-A-M. H-E-R-B-S-T dot com. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Good morning, sir. You got one married now, huh? Yeah, two down, one to go. So, uh, yeah, we, 
uh, we got my Melissa. You got a Melissa. I got a Melissa. Mine just, mine just got married about, I don't know, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Good deal. Well, congr- yeah. congratulations to the Tisher clan, and um, um, you know it's a joyous, joyous thing when your when your children um, find somebody and, and tie the Bolivial knot. So well, it was uh, it was everything went well, and uh, it was an outside wedding, and mm-hmm. and you know this just uh, just uh, what we experienced here in Ohio, up and we were up in northern Michigan, and three or four days before the wedding, it was eighty percent chance of rain and. Miserable and cold, and uh, and lo and behold, uh, when the day came, it was a beautiful, sunny, just perfect day. So, you know, uh, I don't know how weather forecasters, I don't know. It, 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 if I was wrong as many times in my business as they are in theirs, I don't know if I'd have a job anymore. But uh, I know they try hard. But, you know, somebody said you, it's just about impossible to predict the weather more than a more than a day or so before the before the next day, so I, I don't know. But anyway, I, 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 I have to tell you, last night I I we went to dinner and came home and I try I was relaxing watching the Cincinnati Reds play a little baseball down 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 at Great American Ballpark and I'm sitting there and I I, I look at watch the TV and I said I go Kim, they've got brown patch. <laughs> And she, she says to me, she says, does your brain ever shut down? And I go, I'm sorry. But I, I, and the thing was, I was watching, then I was on Sunday on Father's Day, I was trying to relax again. And we had this golf thing on. I, I'm not a big golf person, but I, I just watched these guys hit this ball around and, and they were playing up in New York. I guess it was New York, according yep. to my father-in-law. And, and they got on the putting green and I go, Oh my God! That looks like Pythia, man. <laughs> and so, Randy, we've had quite the incubation chamber with turf grass diseases. We got hot, and then we got rain, and then we got hot, and then we got rain, and um, it's pretty much um, there's a bunch of stuff going on in grass these days. Well, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen everything from red thread to uh, well, you name it. Uh, not only diseases, but insects, uh, chinch bugs. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, this is a year, uh, at least right now, Mark, where where just about everything is uh, is attacking the turf. And uh, and my take-home lesson today was just the fact that uh, you know there are some things you can do to to reduce the stress on the turf. Uh, when when we get nighttime temperatures that don't get down below 70 degrees, uh, that's just uh, that's just an alarm going off that that diseases are 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 rampant. They love these wet, humid conditions, and when temperatures stay above, stay above uh, 70 degrees at night, mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's just the perfect storm for turf diseases. But there are things you can do to try to try to reduce the stress on the turf and uh, and help it get through these things. And some of those are are mowing issues, as easy as it sounds, uh, and as simple as it sounds. Mowing is probably one of the one of the biggest things that puts stress on turf. Uh, so raise the mower deck uh, a little bit. Uh, mow when it's dry, if you can. Mm-hmm. Possibly find a, a dry time. Uh, uh, don't mow in the morning when that 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 leaf is wet and clumps up, and uh, and mow with a sharp mower deck, mower blade. Mark, uh, mowing probably as, as simple as it sounds is probably the the easiest and and probably the most uh, most frequently not uh, not addressed part of uh, turf uh, maintenance, and it's it's a big uh, contributor to disease and turf. Yeah, and also I will say to our listeners, clean that mower, clean that area underneath the mower deck on a regular basis. Uh, it seems to be the place where a lot of disease spores of the fungi kind of con- conglomerate. And I think, and this is again a kind of a um, conjecture on my part, but in many cases, I think because it's so damp and wet under there, it's a perfect place for those spores to kind of. Um, stick around to the next mowing cycle <laughs> and then yeah, we got to spread them around a little bit with that with that uh shoot so i just want to tell everybody that's we grow grass in the spring and the fall and we maintain it in the summer and even though we are getting these incredibly great rain events uh we still have to be on our due, due diligence and do everything we need to do to keep our turf um, looking great. And, you know, the other thing that I see, Randy, is it's just turf that needs 
um, fertility right now. I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's anemic. I don't know how else to say it. Um, well, in my book, if you haven't fertilized within the next last five or six weeks, mm-hmm. uh, use a good slow release fertilizer, something that's at least fifty percent slow release in its uh, formulation, and uh, and and apply an application of fertilizer uh, slow release so it'll timely feed that turf. But uh, you're exactly right, uh, uh, and that's probably. Well, that was on my list. Uh, uh, fertilize it. Apply a slow-release fertilizer. Do everything you can to eliminate the thatch in your turf. Uh, increase the drainage and reduce the compaction. I mean, those are things we've been preaching about all year long. Uh, reduce the compaction by core aeration and, uh, you know, uh, increase the air circulation. Just a lot of easy things to do. Uh, you know, if you do have to water, and we haven't had much to do with watering lately, but if you have to water, always water early in the morning and try mm-hmm. to put that plant uh, uh, to bed when that leaf is dry at night. So that reduces the, the, the potential for disease uh, in the evening and at nighttime. Uh, diseases love a wet leaf blade uh, at night, and especially a wet leaf blade that's been mowed by a very dull mower yep. that just rips and shreds the leaf instead of makes a nice surgical cut. So easy things to do, and uh, they don't involve uh, fungicides. Uh, they're just uh, easy things to do, and uh, and uh, many people overlook it. I call it common sense disease control. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It is. And you know, there are fungicides, and and uh, you know, you can go on a very expensive fungicide program that mm-hmm. that really starts. Uh, if you do that, you have to start way before the disease even makes itself known. But uh, but you know, there there are common sense things to do, and just like you say, Mark, uh, if you do these things. Uh, most of the time, that turf is healthy enough to make it through these uh, stretches of disease and and uh, get back into that beautiful fall weather that just grows grass again. So exactly, you're right. We're just holding on this time of the year. Mr. Tisher, again, congratulations to the Tisher family on on the nuptials, and uh, we will talk to you uh, next week. You got a date? Thanks a lot, Mark. All right, take care, my friend. Yep. Bye bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. And I do want to let you know in the last hour of Garden Talk will be the wild and crazy last hour with what plan I am. And, uh, Javon, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you like to eat spinach? I mean, I will eat spinach. You will eat spinach. Okay. Okay. So let's do this. Let's go into the garden kitchen and let's talk about spinach. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. You know, in the Weber garden, we are beginning to pick some beautiful, beautiful spinach. And spinach is one of those vegetables that I will tell you that it's pretty much easy to grow. And in many cases, it's thought to be this green, slimy stuff that comes out of the can. And I will tell you that there is nothing better than a fresh spinach salad. But you know, spinach has a long history in, 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 in human endeavors. In fact, um, spinach is thought to have originated in, in, in ancient Persia, where the area where Iran and neighboring countries meet. It is unknown, but it also was believed that spinach was taken from there and introduced to India. Um, the plant has been also known as the Persian vegetable, um, and it dates back to all the way to 647 A.D. in Chinese culture. Um, spinach first appeared in England and France in the 14th century, and it's thought to have come from Spain. Um, in fact, spinach, spinach, uh, many different varieties of spinach uh, originally with seed that was spiny. And as time went along, there were spineless varieties of spinach that were generated that became the, the staples of today's world in the world of spinach. 
And also during World War I, wine was fortified with spinach juice and given to French soldiers weakened by um, a number of diseases and it helped them uh, get better. Raw spinach is an incredibly wonderful vegetable. Um, It contains about 91% water, 4% carbohydrates, 3% protein, and no less than 100 grams of spinach or 3.5 ounces provides only 23 calories, and it's incredibly nutrient-rich. In fact, it's a rich source of nearly 20% of what your daily recommended vitamin A, C, K, manganese, magnesium, iron, and folate is required. Spinach is good for you. It's easy to grow. You can grow it in the spring. You can grow it in the summer. You can grow it in the fall. You can even grow it in the winter if you do it right. And this week's In the Garden Kitchen is, you know, Javon's going to run out and get some today. Spinach! You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I know it sounded like a commercial for spinach. It was. But I wasn't working for the spinach board, okay? (laughs) I like to eat spinach. It makes me feel good, okay? It'll make you feel good, and it's good for you, okay? Like your mother said, eat your vegetables, Javon. Let's go talk to Lee in someplace. Lee, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Do do you like spinach, Lee? I do. See, see, Javon, Lee likes spinach. (laughs) You should like spinach. I'm sorry, Lee. Go ahead. How can I help you with your Buckeye tree? (laughs) I didn't grow any this year, but I've been... Spring came so late this year, I didn't get this garden out. But yeah, uh, I usually do grow a little of that. Hey, I've got a buckeye tree. I planted it a few years ago uh, down here on my hill in a spot that's pretty good for buckeye trees, I thought. And it's been doing good. It's about 18 foot high. I got a couple of buckeyes last year. And um, this, uh, I went on vacation and came back, and the leaves on it are turning a reddish brown. The yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for an insect. I can't see anything. So what's up? Well, what you very well may have is what they call Gicanardia leaf blotch. And Gicanardia leaf blotch is a um, fungal disease that affects uh, trees in the genus called Asculus. And those are the buckeyes and the horse chestnuts. Okay. Um, the good news with Ascula about this disease is it doesn't affect plant health. Okay. So I would begin with saying to you, I wouldn't really worry about it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but I would say to you, though, that it may also, you may want to look at another issue with your buckeye. And let me explain why. Um, Buckeyes and horse chestnuts are great trees, but they need to be pruned and trained early in life. Meaning that they tend to develop what they call these co-dominant branch arrangements, which later fail related to weather events. So if you can train your tree when it's small, in the case of a buckeye or horse chestnut, the tree will more likely than not develop and seal those wounds off. And one of the fatal things that I see happens with buckeyes and horse chestnuts are people prune them when they get older in life and create these massive wounds that will, in many cases, end up um, causing lots of trunk decay. Okay. So getting them trained and pruned now in life when it's young, training that buckeye tree into what we call a central leader tree, meaning it has one central column that runs on its trunk and then its branches break off at about a 60 to 90 degree angle and really watch that tree not allowing it to develop what they call a co-dominant main central leader is really critical to the longevity of that tree and that tree that tree develops any branches that are shaped like v's and where they where the branches start at you want all your branches to be shaped like U's, not the letter V's. V's will develop what they call bark inclusions, 
which will lead to branch and branch failures and also stem failures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've got a, looks like a, a V about four feet up where it splits, you know, about yeah. four mm -hmm. feet up. Should I take one, one of those sections off? Yep. Cut one of those out. Okay. Well, it's going to be about three inches in diameter. Is that too big a wound? No, not at this age of the tree. No. And, I mean, and you want to, you want to honor the branch bark collar, meaning that there's a place to prune that branch. Just don't, don't don't just prune it to prune it. You need to prune it with a purpose, and the purpose is to, to remove it so that it can heal shut. Okay. Uh, and, and you need to familiar. If you're going to do it yourself, you need to really familiarize yourself with something called the branch bark collar. All trees, when they're young, have them. Okay. And that's where the tree can be pruned and removed. You basically use a one, two, three pruning cut method, meaning three cuts will be made. And the idea is to prune it, make that last cut, your precision cut that removes the branch to the place where it can seal the wound shut. Because remember, trees don't heal, they seal. <laughs> it's a hard thing to get around sometimes because, you know, when you and I cut ourselves, we, we heal, right? Right. Trees don't heal, they seal, meaning that their job is to seal off the, the, the area of intrusion and like we talked about earlier this morning with the lady with her maple tree with the fungi growing all around it, decay is the greatest disease of any tree on the planet. And the way that we prune our trees, the way we mow around our trees, the way we manage our trees influences how much decay that we get. And if you bad prune, there's no excuse for a bad pruning cut. Bad pruning cuts lead to decay, and decay leads, leads to branch and stem failures and tree trunk failures, okay? Good enough. All right. Yeah. Good luck and enjoy your Buckeye and enjoy your spinach. Here. You bet. When we come back, more garden talk after this. We'll talk to Parker, Parker and Pickle about tree sap. Should be a sappy topic, Jamon. <laughs> I'm pretty much twisted with that stuff. It's a sappy topic on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Hot Springs Spy Health Minute for June. We want to stress some very important information about, well, stress. June is Men's Health Awareness Month. And men, just like women, have to deal with stress every day. Stress can contribute to health problems like high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease. Stress can make it hard to get to sleep. So you start the day stressed and the cycle continues on and on. We at Hot Springs Spa agree that owning a hot tub is fun, a lot of fun. But the benefits go way beyond the backyard party. It's important for men to take charge of their own health and ensure they find ways to cope with stress. And owning and soaking in a hot spring spa is a surefire way to do just that. Men, life is too short to deal with the health dangers of high blood pressure, cardio problems, and a lack of sleep. Walk into Hot Spring of Dayton today, and you'll feel that stress start to leave the minute you walk in. Hot Spring Spa, 6100 Wilmington Pike, or visit hotspring-dayton.com. Hot Spring Spa, just for the health of it. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. When you look at at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. When you think of grand openings, you probably think of... But in this particular grand opening, you might hear more... <coughs> <coughs> 
Because Premier Health is opening new urgent care centers in the area. If you have sinus issues, allergies, flu symptoms, or anything else you want to check up on, come into our urgent care centers, opening June 25th in Huber Heights and Troy. You can even go online to save your spot in line. For more information, go to premierurgentcareoh.com. Are you being cheated? Every minute we spend online generates billions of dollars for big internet companies and nothing for you. EF Hutton wants to change that. Join us Monday, June 25th at the Courtyard Marriott in Springfield for the EF Hutton Talks User Rights Conference with guest presenter Martin Luther King III. Registration is free and lunch is provided, but time is running out. Reserve your seat now at efhutton.com. That's E-F-H-U-T-T-O-N.com. The Ford Oval of Honor salutes brave defenders of freedom as we remember the veterans who have served our country, like Captain Guy Gruders, U.S. Air Force, Vietnam, prisoner of war, who will be honored June 21st at the Air Force Museum Theater. Thank you from your Dayton area Ford dealers. WHIO's voice in Washington could not be silenced. Jamie Dupree's reports are back on the radio again thanks to cutting-edge voice technology. Obviously, it will be nice to get back on the radio, even if it is a computer-generated Jamie Dupree voice. Hear Jamie Dupree 2.0 right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Ladies and Jets, 757, let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. we got 66 in downtown Dayton, 70 in Springboro. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, and let's head back to the telephone lines, and let's go talk to Parker and Piqua. Parker, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, sir. Morning. I just had a uh, question. I have a plum tree. It's probably a dwarf plum about three years old now. And every spring and summer, a lot of sap comes out um, from the main trunk and some of the main branches. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't what, think so. What 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 that what, 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 what to... yeah what that tree's telling you it has bores, b o r e, which is the okay. larva form of a moth or a beetle, and usually when. Um, Prunus, which is the genus of plants you have, has bores. That's always an indicator that the tree is under some type of severe stress, be it with poor moisture or poor nutrient status or something like that. So I would be looking at possibly figuring out why it's in poor condition. It may be root drainage. It may be drainage around its roots. It may be poor fertility. And so you okay. very well may want to have the tree inspected by a qualified arborist to determine what's going on with it and to kind of look at improving its health to control the boar. Good luck to you, sir, and thank you for being part of Garden Talk. Top of next hour, we're going to talk to Linda about questions about trimming her bushes. We're going to do the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk with What Plant I Am. And we'd love to hear your voices, no matter what your question is about your lawn, your landscape, your vegetables, your fruit trees, whatever that question may be, we've got a one, we've got a line available for you at 457-1290. In fact, there are three right now for you to jump aboard. And during the week, you can always reach out to me at weberlandscaping.com or 937-835-3381. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.